Hello, and welcome to Baffling Cyclops. I'm David. And I'm Pepper Proxy. And today is a whirlwind of activity and an actual whirlwind outside. Right? It was crazy. There's so much wind here over the last couple days. Uh, the crows are blowing around like uh, candy bar wrappers in the wind. Yeah, one, one uh, grazed my... My cap yesterday. I know, and you're choosing to believe that that was accidental, even though it was desperate. It wasn't windy when it happened. <laughs> yeah, because uh, that crow just wanted peanuts from you, and it was giving you a loving nudge with its yeah. wing. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Um, yeah, so I know you had an update um, about the story of your mom hitchhiking, which we've talked about. Well, no, about. no. My mom wasn't hitchhiking. <laughs> or picking up hitchhikers. Sorry. Well, I your mean, mom... I don't think my mom hitchhiked, but you never know. She was, she's got, she was full of surprises. Let me just say it She's that a way. woman of many skills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, so she picked up a hitchhiker. Yeah. So um, I, I told the story about my mom um, picking up my sister Betsy when she um, was uh, dozing, I think that's the correct term, at the, um, at the museum in Toledo. And, you know, we kind of chuckled about it. And um, I've gotten more information. And when my sister Betsy told me that story, I left out a really significant part about um, mom picking up the guy. And the guy saying he was going to the hospital, and mom saying, "Get on in, I live right down the street." Um, the part that I left out was the fact that my mother had gone to Elder Beerman, which is like a department. I don't think they're around, and I know they're not around anymore. But like a Macy's type department store in Toledo, and she had purchased up some um, intimate apparel. Like underwear, bras. I think they were underpants, maybe bras. I can't remember exactly what Betsy told me. So Betsy said that when she was um, looking, like turning around, looking at the guy in the back seat, heading down towards the Toledo Hospital, she caught him rifling through the bag from Elder Beerman. So what you're saying is the man that your mom picked up, the hitchhiker, <laughs> was rifling through her panties. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, Betsy said it. I didn't say it. And Betsy said, there's nothing in there for you. Come on. There's nothing in there for you. <laughs> I, I, that was my impersonation. But um, Well, maybe maybe it was that old thing. You know, they used to say, like, wear clean underpants in case you get picked up by the name. You have to get picked up by an ambulance. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. But that was one of my... My mother would say that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so maybe that guy... He's like, oh, I got to go to the hospital. And then he was looking for some clean underpants. <laughs> well, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Okay. So, um, so then that leads to more information about hitchhiking in my family. Because <laughs> my sister, my oldest sister, Diana, um, sent me a text. And she, I don't know if she's listened to the podcast now, um, but she hadn't listened to our podcast. But she had spoken. She had a conversation with Betsy, and Betsy was telling her about the um, mom picking up the hitchhiker story. And Diana was like, oh, yeah, mom picked up hitchhikers. Well, I did, too. Okay, so this is what she is part of the text. Um, uh, 
she did, capital letters, mom, picked up hitchhikers. She told me too. And then Diana loves kittens. So she has a um, crying, laughing face kitten. And then she goes on to say, I used to drive to Chicago in 1969, 1970 and pick up kids headed west. Two hippies once were headed out to a, a com she says a commune, but it's a cult, um, called the children of God. It was a huge thing back then. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so I just think it's funny that multiple folks in my um, family are freely admitting to picking up hitchhikers. So one of the one of the things I wanted to bring up today um, is TikTok related. And while we were talking about the thing I wanted to bring up, another interesting thing came up, which is okay. you don't get ads on TikTok. Not that I know of. And I, I get lots of ads on TikTok. And I'm on TikTok less than 10% of the time that you're on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I only watch like 10 videos a day if I open the app. Like I haven't yeah. opened it in a few days. Like a few days. I watch enough. Like I like to watch them bef- like when I go upstairs to... If we don't go to bed at the same time, yeah. I usually go up before you do. So before you come upstairs, I'll watch some tick. So I call them my tickies, um, <laughs> be, to just kind of relax and. Yeah, and sometimes if you wake wake up late at night, you watch them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah to help me like not have racing thoughts. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, but I every time I open it up, one of the reasons I don't like it that much is I get so many ads. And I think I told you, like, I get the ad for Washington State Green Energy. Like, well, you were telling, you were talking about that ad as if I, I knew just everything about it. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so we were trying yeah. to figure out, like, how, why you wouldn't get ads and yeah. I would get ads. And then um, as part of, the, related to that discussion, we were talking about the article I saw about fake TikTok people. Yeah, I think it's called What's the Deal with Fictional Influencers on Vox. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it's called. That's amazing. It's almost like you had it written down. <laughs> um, but so our thought was perhaps you're not getting commercials because the, you're following people that actually advertise things. Because you follow people that do a lot of, um, of uh, makeup yeah. and restaurants, um, reviews. And I, what was the name of the couch that you were even telling me about? Like when we were driving around? Uh, the oh, the cloud. cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Like there. So. Well, I didn't get an ad for that. I just know of that couch. It's like a legend restoration hardware cloud yeah. couch, cloud sectional. Um, but the, there's a company here in Seattle that does uh, a really good knockoff. Yeah. For less than a half. Um, but I only know of that, not because I got an ad for it, but I, I looked up the, oh, I thought it was well, part I kind of your... did get an ad, but not through TikTok at all. See, I thought it was through TikTok. No. But so, but you, you watch things where the people actually talk about a lot of products. Yeah. So what, what some of the ads that I might get will be, I'll just say Michaela because a lot of people know yeah. who she is because she does, um, Lots of reviews for cosmetics and makeup stuff. And she's the one I love who has like the really strong accent and she kind of drops the F-bomb sometimes. She's very relatable. 
Um, but she'll she'll say, hey, you know, this is not sponsored. I, I'm totally par- paraphrasing. Um, but they sent me this promo box, and she gets, like, right. hundreds of thousands of dollars now in p- promo material for her to review. So she'll say, hey, you know, this was part of my promo pack. I'm going to give a fair review, but it was free. But you you yeah. see a lot of product-related TikToks. A a good amount, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just because of what you like. Like, it's not not even a diss on it. It's just, and I tend not to see as much product-related stuff because they decided I like Muppets. I thought it was Bulldogs. Well, I I do love the Bulldogs. They just (laughs) continually sending me Muppet-related stuff, which I don't mind Muppets. I have nothing against Muppets. It's just I'm not like... (laughs) A huge Muppet fan to the point where I'm like, oh my god, I can't get enough of these Muppet TikToks. They're great. I love people talking about Kermit for three minutes, but um, I've never seen a Muppet TikTok. Right. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like my experience yeah. is different. But this article that we saw in Vox actually uh, talks about how different companies create a fictional character to advertise their company. Here's my understanding, which is a little bit different than what you just said. Okay. Um, it's called For Something. The company is called um, For Something. Um, Forefront? Yeah, Forefront. It seems like eventually they want to get to the point where their characters are um, used for marketing for other companies. Right. But initially... Um, it doesn't seem like the goal is to advertise product, but I think they want to get there. The way that I understand it is they've developed these characters to get engagement and lay the groundwork to future marketing and selling. Right. So they're, the, the one that the article is kind of based around works for a dating app. Yeah, yeah. And, um, she basically like, is like, I work for a dating app and she sleeps on her sister's couch and she gave red flags for the dating app. Yeah. And that, I think that's the most popular TikTok that they've done, um, that they've done. Yeah. And the interesting thing is to build these characters, they give them plot lines. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like individual TikToks. It's like, oh, she... This is your narrative, and then they allow the actors to then um, self-direct. Sounds like some of what they say is self-directed, but other times... But the plot is kind of over... So, like, her plot is she did this red flag video about... Because she works there, and she'll say, like, don't pose in front of a sports car and other red flags. And then um, she finds out that her sister's fiancé is cheating on her and he's on the app. Yeah. So then they have a whole series of videos of her reenacting when she confronts her sister about um, her fiancé. And then her sister decides to keep going to go through with the wedding. Yeah. And, and then they introduce another character who is has her own TikTok, who is the person that um, he met on the app. And she's called Sugar Baby or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's so funny. Yeah, Carmen. <laughs> yeah. And 
the their their excuse so i i don't know excuses probably isn't the right word but their strategy well their excuse for doing this is that they put in the character's bio that they're fake yeah so it'll say like um like sydney's bio says 50% spicy 50% sweet 100% fictional yeah but having been on social media for a long time I could see a real person having that as their bio. Like, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, that definitely means the person's fake. Because I could put in my bio, like, oh, yeah, I'm fictional. uh, And the Carmen one, it's undisputed hottie, fictional sugar babe. Keep up with our shenanigans. So. Because it sounds to me like the fictional could refer to the sugar babe. Yeah, but does it matter? Well, that's my question. Is yeah. does it matter? Because um, their their argument is that everybody's fake on social media and only shows part of their life, and they're saying that they're fake characters. Yeah, and they're creating something that people want to watch. So does it matter? Um, I I have an opinion, Let's hear but it. I'm I don't think it matters. I really I think that. If it were more like you initially described, like selling goods and services um, under the guise that it's not advertisement or like it's just somebody having an opinion on TikTok, I would have a huge problem with it. But at this point, it's a show. It's like a, a soap opera or it's like a little play, which... It doesn't seem that much different to other forms of media, like television. Like you have reality television and you have scripted television. And so I don't understand why it would be a big deal to have reality TikTok and scripted TikTok. But so you, I I don't, I'm not saying that it necessarily does, but I'm saying that, um, because I'll take a slightly opposite tack to what you're saying and and not a like let's have a debate yeah our our exciting (laughs) debate um but is i i think that there is a space for what you're talking about yeah like i think and i think some of the people i follow are obviously characters that they've made up sure to be you know they present their art in a certain way and it's not their actual personality um however um i think that when you um, do something that's the, like TikToks are pretty intimate and there are certain things that you do when you do a TikTok to make it seem like you are a real person. Mm-hmm. And I I would actually be incredibly disappointed if I like started to like somebody and then found out that they weren't a real person and this wasn't at least part of their personality. They were just a paid actor yeah. doing it. I would not want to watch it anymore. And I would also say on TV... Um, when you have a reality show versus a scripted show, although it kind of shifts back and forth on TV, it's more likely that something is presented as a reality show. And it's not. I and it's, yeah. it's like a, a scripted show. Yeah. Um, more scripted, like yeah. housewives, you know, I mean, yeah. and, and the real housewives, they make them redo scenes. Yeah. So, you know, real yeah. quote unquote housewives, but the, um, so I think that's that's really interesting. And the, the closest thing I could think of would would be um, if you called someone on the phone 
from here in Seattle, if you called someone back in your old neighborhood in Toledo and pretended to be someone from that neighborhood who was voting for a specific political candidate and tried to talk to the person in and said, hello, this is your neighbor, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's a fictional character, but you're trying to get the person to do something. Yeah. And that's where my problem is with this is they're positioning it for they're going to use it as a propaganda piece to try and get people to take an action. Yeah. So that's where it starts to be. Like as an art experiment, I think it's fine. Yeah. But they haven't done that yet. And they're also saying this is our plan. Right. I don't know. Like here, the other thing is I do believe that. A lot of people who are, you know, I'm not, I don't even have a Facebook or Instagram. Like, well, I do have Instagram, but it's not real. Wait. (laughs) I'm a fictional character. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's true. Um, I'm not even married. What? (laughs) That's not true. 28 years later. It's true. Um, No, I, I just, I think that. There is some, I think there is truth in the, in the statement. Everybody is like showing one part of themselves or what they want the world to see. But I also think there are people that just put it out there and it's just the way it is. So I feel like it's a little bit easier to like determine if it's a fictional character or even a real person who's putting on um, a mask or a facade on TikTok. To me, um, you can kind of tell. And this first one with the red flags, I saw that TikTok. I thought it was just a regular girl who worked for a dating, like right. entry-level dating app down maybe in the Bay Area, or maybe I just, I, I superimposed that on it. But I, I, today I watched more of her videos, and it seems so crystal clear that it's, a performance. Well, what's interesting to me, because uh, I agree, because I watched a bunch of them today too, because yeah. we were we were like, oh, let's talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. So, um, is they actually say in there they want to do their um, Marvel Cinematic Universe version of it. So, they actually are doing a plot line now where they're introducing new characters and have all the characters they developed participate in a plot yeah where they all get invited to a billionaire's house and he's going to make one of them the heir to his billions <laughs> and so they get, all of these fictional characters are sitting in this mansion and you can watch the tiktoks from each one of their mm-hmm. perspectives and trying to guess who the billionaire is in this scenario yeah and they're not all characters that have a big background but they're like going to introduce new characters in this situation. And it's very odd to me because that part's really fake. But then there's this weird cloudy part where I'm trying to imagine if I really thought that one of the characters was real, would I follow along? No. I probably wouldn't. But would someone follow along through this whole thing still thinking that they're real? Because maybe I looked at some of the comments Mm-hmm. on the videos and they were people that thought this was real oh for sure and there are people that know that it's um uh fiction fictionalized content and they still engage with the characters as the character um and that's encouraged so it's 
So I, I I did. I yeah, saw yeah, some. Yeah. So I, you know, I think it's. I, I think it's okay. I I just don't think it's for us. So here's here's another interesting question I have for you that yeah. they must have thought through already, which is, so if you are a character, and you're an actress playing that character, do you think they made the actress? sign a non-compete clause so she can't then go start her own TikTok. Yes. Because it seems to me... Yes. She's going to be the famous one and could go off and do whatever she wanted to do because she's connected to the character. So they must have yeah. put protections in place. But, I, I, you know, it would be interesting to read that um, contract for sure. Yeah, because it's like a whole new area of law, too. And it's a lot of work for these actors, right? And <laughs> it's like they're 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 filming themselves, they're producing, they're writing, they're contributing them, yeah. to the story. It's like I hope they're getting paid enough. Yeah, and but the because if you're an actor in a traditional reality show or sitcom, if you want to go off and then do an ad for something, that's fine. Well, there's I, from what I read is they want their char- their characters. characters to do it, but not the actors. Why I I don't know what the line is there. I didn't yeah. read it that closely, but it seems like that's the intent to have these people either as themselves or their characters then sell and sell stuff and be used to market. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just to me, it's a really interesting from an acting standpoint when you sign that contract. Seems like a shit contract to me. Yeah, and we don't even know the details. We're just trying to think through the ramifications of it because obviously they don't want to. They don't want that person to just walk away tomorrow and start their own TikTok account if they have a million followers because we know she. If you have a million followers and you walk away and you do one saying my bosses were crap. They'd have 500,000 followers the next day. The one thing I do have to say about it, and again, I'm not, this is my opinion, and I don't have a lot of knowledge, but it does kind of smell of like tech bro (laughs) culture. Um, And I I need to learn more before, because that's an uneducated opinion, but it sure reeks of it to me. Well, to me, the thing about it is it just seems creepy. (laughs) <laughs> it seems kind of creepy too. Yeah, I mean, and and I'm, I'm. That's not just my. I mean, that's how I feel about it. So I guess it's yeah. not an opinion. It's just it is how I feel because it's like, I think it's creepy, and I think it's creepy to have. I mean, it's one thing if an 18 year old wants to create a lie about their parents. And mm-hmm. say, you know, or a, a, Tell fi- a story, a fictional encounter with a yeah. celebrity, which we've yeah. seen those too, where we're like, yeah, yeah, that's just not true. But it's one thing if that happens. But when, you know, eight grown adults get together to try and create a, a fake social media presence for a TikTok person and uh, try and fool people consistently for a long period of time with the most minor notices that that's fake yeah but it is media and there are eight grown people sit around a table and dream up scripted reality i mean television so i think it's just it's just a different form of 
consumption of yeah. media. Well, I'm, I'm wondering like how it's going to change TikTok because it almost seems like TikTok will have to eventually label those things. Because even in the article, one of the things that the, the creator says is if they tried to do one of these fictional um, personalities on YouTube, they'd get found out in like 10 seconds and no one would watch it. Yeah. But on TikTok, there's this kind of feeling of belief or I don't know how else to say mm-hmm. it. So short. Um, the videos are so concise. You don't necessarily see all of the videos that someone does. Yeah. Um, so your contact is really limited. It's easier to kind of maintain a false front um, when you do that, which to me points out an interesting problem with TikTok, which is people take it as the truth. So when someone says something that's an absolute lie on TikTok, I think there are a lot of people that can take that as the truth. Same for Facebook, though. Like 100%. N- all, I would say so many lies and people yeah. take it for face value. So Because I think I think TikTok is Facebook for young people. Yeah, I could see that. I can totally see that. Yeah, because I... I... And, for, and for me, scrolling at night, watching my boy Dutch, the, the nanny, he, one of his jobs is a nanny, but he goes through his grocery haul. It's not sponsored. He's not no, trying to sell no, me no. like... A dip from Aldi's. He's yeah. just like saying, I like this body wash. In fact, in fact, uh, Dutch even had a video where people had accused him of faking his accent because he has a pretty <laughs> thick accent. And he was he's, like, lying he's like, who's going to choose to yeah. talk like yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. But it's, uh, to me, it's it's really interesting uh, where it's going to end up. Yeah, for and sure. I'm I'm fascinated by that whole idea of TikTok, constructed TikTokers. I, I am to a certain point, but it's boring. Like, maybe the reason why I don't get ads on TikTok is I wouldn't engage in that content. It's, like, boring to me. I Again, I'd rather watch Dutch go through his grocery haul. <laughs> so, but, TikTok's not for me. But I also have to say, um, you have another experience that I haven't had, which is you reach the end of TikTok. Well, I've been warned. So I don't even, I know the one guy, I don't think he does, he has, he's maybe had some issues. His name, I think is David Dobrik or something like that. Um, But he would sometimes pop up and then two other um, like internet celebrities pop up if I've been scrolling too long and they'll say, hold your horses there. Again, I'm making this up and paraphrasing. Hold your horses there. You've been scrolling for way too long. Maybe you need to get the glass of water or have a snack. So <laughs> they stop me from continue. Well, and if I choose to continue, I can, but it gives me a moment of pause and I usually shut it down. <laughs> so they're like, TikTok says, you've used TikTok long enough. Yeah, they do. And you've never had that happen. I've never had that happen. Yeah. So we just use TikTok in very different ways. Yes. And I dip my toe in occasionally, and you're kind of more immersed in the flow just because you enjoy it to wind down. Yeah, for a chunk of, a very specific chunk of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, I think if they were going to do targeted marketing on TikTok, what they should do is say... Okay, Pepper, we're going to throw up this little ad for some cozy PJs. Oh, 
you're having trouble sleeping? Have you tried this lavender scrub? Like, that's that's what I would do. Yeah. And instead, they're all advertising green energy to me. Over and over <laughs> like and over you again. You believe me when I said I don't. I, I, I do believe of, you. I don't know what you speak of with this green energy ad. And it's I get it so much, and and it's not like I'm watching green energy TikToks. Oh, speaking of green, um, before we say goodbye, can we talk about um, an a, a way to identify the political party of your? Um, city council um, candidate uh, here in Washington State. In Washington State, since we drove around the state a little bit today. Yeah. <laughs> so, Republican. There will be an American flag that their child or teenager has photoshopped behind their, like their head. Their oh, Olin somewhere Mills, on the side. Yeah, their Olin Mills style portrait with the flag photoshopped behind them. And the Democratic candidate. We'll have green evergreen trees on their sign. Or just be green. Or like, be green. Or just have a green yeah. green text. Like, if there is green on that sign, they are Democrats. <laughs> if there is a flag, if there is red or blue, the likelihood is they will be a Republican. Yes, and I, I and I say this with great affection because I know in Washington, in the areas of Washington State where we were, the Republicans do not raise as much money. Uh, the Democratic candidates yeah. look like they hire a graphic designer <laughs> to do their signs. True, those poor, that poor guy, <laughs> his, his little kid was like on the computer, yeah. hey dad, look, I put this flag on here for you. Yeah, and the Republicans look like their kids do it Yeah, in a PowerPoint slide. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, well, thanks everybody. Bye! Bye! Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to read our show notes, sign up for our newsletter at bafflingcyclops.com.